Our sermon text、uh, is from Jeremiah. Here once again, the words of the prophet: "Am I a god nearby?" says the Lord, "and not a god far off? Who can hide in secret places so that I cannot see them?" says the Lord. Do I not fill heaven and earth? says the Lord. I have heard what the prophets have said, who prophesy lies in my name, saying, "I have dreamed, I have dreamed." How long? Will the hearts of the prophets ever turn back? Those who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart, they plan to make my people forget my name by their dreams that they tell one another, just as their ancestors forgot my name for Baal. Let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream. But let the one who has my words speak my words faithfully. Who, what has straw in common with wheat? Says the Lord. It is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks like a ro- breaks a rock in pieces. I read an article last week、uh, that frightened me. And probably should frighten you too. I, I shared it on Facebook,、um, so perhaps some of you read it as well. It documents the purpose of the website Snopes.com in the times we live. Now, if you are on、uh, if you're on social media, you need to familiarize yourself with Snopes. Snopes, S-N-O-P as in Paul, E-S. Has a reputation as being a giant in the business of disproving myths, and in the times we live in, that particular business is booming. We live in what many have referred to as the post-truth era, in an age where you can safely climb into an echo chamber to justify your complete and total point of view. Political lying has become a cottage industry. It fills our minds, and we believe that it is gospel because we lack the curiosity to figure out the truth for ourselves. While Snopes does an admirable job trying to keep up, social anxiety is so strong in our culture that many people are too afraid to admit that they are being misled, lest it decimate their worldview. And in this election cycle, it is becoming worse. Let's look at some of the lies. Now, I have been critical here and in other places of candidate Donald Trump. His nativist rhetoric is not just wrong; it is antithetical to the Son of God who teaches us to love thy neighbor. Nevertheless, not a day goes by without a liberal friend of mine sharing a meme that implies that Trump thinks Republican voters are stupid, while he has never publicly said such a thing. Consequently, his opponent Hillary Clinton, a candidate who has flaws of her own, has been lambasted with smear campaign after smear campaign, few of which have any substance, and most of which are rooted in misogyny and empty-headed partisanship. Not only does this not allow us to evaluate the candidates based on their own merits, it influences our thought in a very negative way. Consider also the movement Black Lives Matter. I've had a lot of conversations with folks about why I say those words and what the movement is about. One person said to me once that they heard protesters chanting "Kill cops." It's not true, and thanks Snopes.com. 
Another person said that Black Lives Matter activists are not concerned with their own community. I asked them where they had heard that, and their reply was, the internet. Well, there you go. I know plenty of activists, some of whom identify with the Black Lives Matter movement, and I can promise you that they do care very deeply about their communities. But I suppose, in this day and age, we place more of a value on being right than being challenged. False prophets abound in the United States of America. And all they care about is sowing their disinformation. They do it because we buy it. I could tell you that illegal immigration is as low as it's been in 40 years, and the majority of illegal immigrants do not come, or I should say undocumented immigrants, do not come from Mexico. I could tell you that crime has been on a steady decline for decades, and I can tell you that fewer police officers are being killed at any point in recent American history. But would you believe me if you turned on the news, if you looked at the internet? Everything I said is factually true, and I can provide statistics to support it. But so many people believe the myths surrounding these issues because of false prophets. There is a reason why political pundits drive Lexuses and Mercedes-Benz. Now, I think part of the reason why we believe these myths is we do not think that God has an active hand in this world. We do not think that there are consequences for our words and our actions. And I'm not talking about divine consequence, but real-world consequences that matter to God. Lying and deception are definitely sins, but hey, you can't kill anyone with an internet meme that claims that vaccines cause autism. And we don't consider that when we do those things, when we post those lies, when we believe nonsense, we believe in a God that is far off. We have to, because if we have to convince ourselves that God thinks everything we do is right, thus we live lives of no consequence. God uses God's servant Jeremiah to rail against this mindset. We have another example of the physical nature of God that frequently appears in the Hebrew scriptures. Here, God says plainly and clearly that God is not far off at all. God is present and God is real and God is there for God's people. This should at once make us both happy and petrified. Happy because it's great that God is there for us. Petrified because, oh no, our thoughts, our words, and our actions actually do matter to a living God. And those false prophets who have sold you lie after lie that prevent you from loving your neighbor, they are not going to save you. The bullcrap we believe to justify our prejudices and make ourselves feel like better people requires a check to be written, and that check is written with sin after sin because believing lies is so easy. But the problem is, God's presence, God's very real presence, a God that is near and not off, that presence forces you to cash that check. Anyone can claim that they're, in, they're coming, they're speaking, they're acting in the name of God. There are plenty of folks that do. But Jeremiah was a prophet that had no problem speaking truth to power. He knew that people would use God's name to make themselves feel comfortable at the expense of others. And he spoke about it. 
For 40 years he prophesied to the kings of Judah, warning them what would happen if they didn't listen to God, and they ignored him time and time again. What happened? The Babylonians swallowed Judah whole, including the great holy city of Jerusalem. Now consider today's text. Was Jeremiah all about the great kings of Judah? Are we telling tales of their bravery on the battlefield and faithfulness to God? No. We're reading, story, we're reading a story about a man who was often angry at having to deal with the lies Judah lived with to continue its oppression and godlessness. Now, who do you think God favors, the king or the prophet? And if God has placed a spirit of truth on Jeremiah, should we too not be listening? Jesus, who came from the prophetic tradition of Jeremiah and quoted Jeremiah more than any other text, Jesus is the prophet for us. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Lies can make us feel comfortable, but as Jesus brings the truth in the gospel today, he knows full well that it will be divisive. It's very simple to use a lie to explain away racism or poverty. But it is impossible to get those lies past the Son of God who says things like, Blessed are the poor, and I have come to bring freedom to the oppressed. Jesus is not a false prophet because Jesus is well aware that our words and our actions have consequences. He paid for those consequences on the cross, and he teaches us the gospel of truth. Repent and believe. Forgive and be graceful. Cast aside hate and love instead. This is the truth of God. So Snopes.com, be sure to look that up if you ever post something online. And if you ever think, you know, you're hearing a false prophet, if you ever think you're being misled, if you ever have a question about anything, Pastor Jacob at SalemSouthBaltimore.com. And in this election season, be willing to challenge what you believe. False prophets are abundant in this day and age. But never forget the prophetic legacy of Jesus given to him by Jeremiah. Do not allow yourself to be misled. God is not a God far off. God is near and God is watching. May we have the courage to follow God and to listen to God's prophets. Amen.